Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 90, verses 12 through 17. So teach us to count our days, that we may gain a wise heart. Turn, O Lord, how long? Have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, so that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad as many days as you have afflicted us, and as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work be manifest to your servants and your glorious power to their children. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us, and prosper for us the work of our hands. O prosper the work of our hands. Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 1 through 21. Moses convened all Israel and said to them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and ordinances that I am addressing to you today. You shall learn them and observe them diligently. The Lord our God made a covenant with us at Horeb. Not with our ancestors did the Lord make this covenant, but with us, who are all of us here alive today. The Lord spoke with you face to face at the mountain, out of the fire. At that time I was standing between the Lord and you to declare the words of the Lord, for you were afraid because of the fire and did not go up to the mountain. And he said, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol, whether in the form of anything that is in heaven above, or that is on earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing children for the iniquity of parents, to the third and fourth generation of those who reject me, but showing steadfast love to the thousandth generation of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not make wrongful use of the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not acquit anyone who misuses his name. Observe the Sabbath day and keep it holy, as the Lord your God commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. You shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, or your male or female slave, or your ox or your donkey, or any of your livestock, or the resident alien in your towns, so that your male and female slave may rest as well as you. Remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother, as the Lord your God commanded you, so that your days may be long and that it may go well with you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder, neither shall you commit adultery, neither shall you steal, neither shall you bear false witness against your neighbor, neither shall you covet your neighbor's wife. Neither shall you desire your neighbor's house, or field, or male or female slave, or ox, or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. Hebrews chapter 3, verses 7 through 19. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear this voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion, as on the day of testing in the wilderness, where your ancestors put me to the test. though they had seen my works for forty years. 
Therefore I was angry with that generation, and I said, They always go astray in their hearts, and they have not known my ways. As in my anger I swore, They will not enter my rest. Take care, brothers and sisters, that none of you may have an evil, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partners of Christ, if only we hold our first confidence firm to the end. As it is said, Today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. Now who were they who heard and yet were rebellious? Was it not all of those who left Egypt under the leadership of Moses? But with whom was he angry forty years? Was it not those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear when they would not enter his rest, if not those, if not to those who were disobedient? So we see that they were unable to enter because of unbelief. Good morning and welcome to the 18th Thursday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 90, Deuteronomy 5, and Hebrews 3, but October 7th is the feast day of two soldier saints, Sergius and Bacchus. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I I don't think I care. (laughs) Um, Sergius and Bacchus were two... um, very close um, soldiers in the Roman army um, who served under, uh, or at least during the reign of Emperor Galerius. And Galerius um, was uh, one of the uh, one of the persecuting emperors. Um, he was he came after Diocletian. Um, uh, well, I think he served with Diocletian, and Galerius was a little bit more heavy-handed and and like just uh, excited about killing Christians. Diocletian. Some scholars think that Diocletian, who was senior to Galerius, was kind of wasn't all that enthusiastic, but Galerius was like you know the person who, who convinced him and, and helped um, helped facilitate things. So he's a particularly douchebaggy asshole. Um, Sergius and Bacchus were serving in his bodyguard somewhere, um, and they were traveling around, and they were a part of the larger group, the bodyguard, that um, was about to enter uh, a temple to Jupiter. And they refused to enter the temple, and they were found out. It was after the the beginning of uh, Diocletian's you know major persecution in um, three hundred three, and they you know they were kind of cajoled into and they said no until finally they were paraded around um, the publicly to humiliate them, and they were put in chains and they were dressed in women's clothes. And they're eventually sent to a military commander in, um, uh, I think it's Antioch, but I'm not sure. Um, and the military commander that they were sent to be tried under was actually a, a friend of Sergius from earlier in their military time. And so he's sympathetic and he said, hey, look, you know, just, just do this thing. You know, just say that. Um, you worship Jupiter, and you know it doesn't matter if you believe it. Just say it. 
you know, I don't want to have to kill you. And Sergius um, and Bacchus refuse. And Bacchus is eventually uh, killed first um, by beating. And the next day, Bacchus appears to Sergius. Um, and Bacchus tells him to remain strong um, and says, you know, if you if you persevere, you'll wear the crown of martyrdom like me and we, pe- we can be together forever. And between their close friendship, uh, that they both refused to go into this temple together, were paraded around in women's clothing. Uh, they are soldier saints that are particularly appealing and, and uh, life-giving to gender minority uh, and gender deviant communities. Deviant? That's, I don't know if that's the right word. Divergent. Variant. I can't remember. Um, but uh, Robert Lentz, who did a bunch of uh, really popular icons. He did uh, an icon with Sergius and Bacchus. Um, he also did like Martin Luther King and Gandhi, um, a Catholic priest and iconographer, but he was doing the, uh, some less conventional saints. And I don't know how long he lasted in either his order or as a, uh, as a priest, but Sergius and Bacchus are unique in that they are paired like David and Jonathan um, they certainly sound like they're uh, they love one another, um, and it's always unfortunate that you know. <laughs> uh, I think that the tendency is to associate um, deep love with sexuality, um, and then if if sexuality isn't what we expect it to be or want it to be, then um, we get pissed off like David and Jonathan. I, fr- I frankly don't care if David and Jonathan were sexually intimate. I care whether or not they loved one another, were committed to one another, and, and protected each other. Um, and whether or not that involves sexuality at all um, is kind of beside the point. And I think that's true also of Sergius and Bacchus. Like, uh, the, if we read their story and only either get pissed off that maybe they were gay or find hope in them only because they were gay, um, I think we're missing the point. Or we're not getting as much out of it as we could, I suppose. Um, in in combat and even just in military service, you typically have a, a, a very close battle buddy. Um, you know, in, in boot camp, they're assigned if you don't find one. Um, and the, the danger and the risks in combat and military service are are higher than normal, and so you obviously forge a closer bond. Um, I'm sure that there was sexual activity uh, that that might involve, but not always. Um, the uh, what you know, I'm not sure exactly why. Uh, there, well, Sergius and Bacchus may have been paraded around in women's clothing because of the status of women at the time. Um, you know, there was, it, it was like saying they are no longer fully full persons. Uh, women were, you know, the ancient Greeks thought that they were um, kind of like uh, shadow versions of men and weren't fully capable intellectually or physically um, in the same way that men were. And so praying them in women's clothing was first and foremost a humiliation, and it may have 
you know, indicated some uh, gender or uh, sexual connotations, um, but it was first and foremost to just you know try and convince them that uh, we can make life hard for you, and unless you conform, we're going to make life hard for you. Um, and I don't say all that um, to disparage homosexuality or, or gender variance, but only to say that that's, that's not the central piece of who we are. That's not you know, the central story, I think, that God wants to tell with our lives. Um, you know, it, it doesn't prevent anybody from being a good person, um, but I think being a good person comes in, very different, in many different forms, and it doesn't require uh, homosexuality any more than it does heterosexuality. Um, so Sergius and Bacchus are um, kind of, uh, well, I think the earliest example that I can think of, well, soldier saints, yeah, there's Perpetuus and Felicitas, um, but these paired saints um, often, you know, get kind of cast in sexualizing terms, and I think that's unfortunate, um, because I think the the full weight of their story doesn't isn't born by their sexuality any more than it is in our own day. You know, I don't, I don't care, uh, you know, what you like to do uh, for sexual intimacy. I care what kind of person you are. I care if, um, you know, you have the courage to stand up to injustice, if you have the, the fortitude and perseverance to, um, to be committed to your faith, and Sergius and Bacchus did. Um, the, after, um, Bacchus appears to Sergius, Sergius survived for several days before he was finally, um, uh, killed by beating and, and martyred. The Orthodox Church, um, holds him in particular esteem because they, uh, much of the activities occurred in the East, and there still are a number of churches, uh, in Syria and, uh, you know, um, Mesopotamia and Asia Minor uh, that carry the name of Sergius and Bacchus. Um, and uh, I, there are some in Rome, but um, I think the, their, their cult, they're following their, the people that um, particularly keep their, their lives alive, their stories alive, um, are mostly um, Eastern Orthodox churches and to some extent, Eastern Catholics and Catholics, uh, Latin, uh, Roman Catholics, um, but uh, they are—they're um, a reminder to us that um, you know, gender and sexuality are not prohibitive um, of being a good person, of being a faithful Christian. But it also isn't, you know, the most important part of of who we are. The most important part of who we are is our own sense of who we belong to um, and how we make ourselves known in the world um, that we belong to that person, that the, you know, the, to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. The Contachion of Martyrs Sergius and Bacchus, according to the Greek Orthodox Archdiocese of America. As we gather, 
Let us crown with sacred hymns of laudation those two brethren in the faith, the great and valorous martyrs. Sergius was a Trian Godhead's most steadfast warrior, and with him wise Bacchus suffered torments. And they both confessed Christ's Savior as God, the maker and sacred trainer of all. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with Pew Pew HQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.